My answer is yes. Religion, and in this case, Christianity subjugates women. We see it throughout the biblical stories, be it Adam and Eve, and how Eve and women in general are the helpmates to men. We see it in Paul's teachings when he advises women to submit to men as unto the Lord. And we see it when Paul declares that women can't be leaders. When you create an ideology that consistently puts women in a second-class inferior position, where they are followers, not leaders, helpers, not the main person, and when they are told that they are the gender that submits to the other correct responding gender. But if you go as far as to call them the weaker sex, you are ultimately saying something and making allowance for all manners of ugly situations, horrible laws, and harmful patterns to happen to women. When you are told that you are not meant to be like the main person, you're not meant to hold leadership roles or be the person of focus, you mentally shrink yourself because you genuinely believe that it's how it's meant to be. After all, religion is from God. And if God is saying these things through men like Paul, then you believe that's how it's meant to be, that it is a man that should be great, powerful, successful, and superior. Whereas you, you may or may not be these things depending on the environment you're born into and how you grew up. So women are encouraged to go out there to empower themselves and whatnot. But it's always to a degree. There's always like a limit. It's like be successful, but not too much so that you don't start threatening or intimidating other men. And religion creates this impression that men are God's gift to the earth. And everything about a woman's existence basically revolves around men and catering to them. And the problem is religion trickles down into every aspect of our lives. At least in the kind of society we live in, it does. It influences how people think, how people treat other people, the decisions they make, almost everything. For instance, the whole discussion about a woman earning more money than her husband. Why is that even a thing? The fact that that's even a discussion that is often had already shows that there's a problem. You say, oh, should she take the job? Should she take the promotion? Should she leave the job if her husband says she should leave it because he should be the one earning more money than her? These are problems we see that women face that we don't see men face prayers for men and women you hear oh this man let him be great let him find a good job let him be successful but for women you hear oh let her find a good husband i witnessed a prayer once that basically said um towards a woman in church basically said may you have the wisdom to follow to follow and submit to your husband what kind of prayer is that they were really praising the husband saying wonderful things for him but for her they just said may you have the grace and the wisdom to follow what, like what kind of logic is that you hear a lot of women say when i move to my future husband's house now that's not a bad thing it's just you hardly hear women taking control of that narrative and saying oh you know what let me try and make money so that i can move into my own house let me try and move from my father's house to my own house you hardly ever hear that and it's because of how we're raised to think so i genuinely think religion it it does more damage to women there's just too much honestly we are genuinely taught to shrink and if you can control someone's mind or influence their mind in any way you have them you can control them, you can manipulate them anyhow, and you open them to all manners of things that you want them to be subjected to. Alright, so this one is about my friend, right? You know how they do liturgists in church? It's like the MC for the day on Sundays. And my church suddenly decided that they will not be giving that position to the youth, right? So there was this one time and my friend, one of my friends was there, was the liturgist for the day. And she went on stage and did everything. When she was done, this old man, literally, not like old, but like grown-up man, came to publicly disgrace her that why did she have such braids on her hair? Like, she had 
had a lot. I think it was locks. She had this four locks and it was quite a lot though. And the mom was really angry. Like, why did she have all these braids on her hair? And it's not annuable before God. And even as women, we're supposed to scuff our hairs before coming to church. And they shouldn't let her be a little just again. Oh, it was very embarrassing and very sad. Based on what I have seen in some churches around, yes, there aren't a lot of women in the leadership roles in the churches. You would rarely find a woman who's the head pastor of any church, even though there are a few around, but then there are not as many. Also, you won't find women in mainstream leadership roles in the church. Yes, they would. there will be deacons and deaconesses. Yes, but not head pastors, or even if they are, they are usually subordinates or associate pastors, but never actually at the top. And even in the board of directors or leaders or like a group of leadership, you know, there are very few women there. If it's a group of 10 people, you would find about two or three women at most. And even in departments like the youth youth department where they have this youth president and then a leadership, a group of a board, you would also rarely find that there are girls or female leaders there. I don't think I have seen a female youth president from any church around me. Maybe an associate or like vice president, but never actually the president. Even in most choirs as well, there are very few women who are choir directors or leaders or anything of that sort. It's mostly men. And this may be stemming from um, some of the scriptures in the Bible based on the culture of the people at the time as well. And also here in our country, our culture also seems to have put women in a certain box that they cannot break free from. So even when they try, there is some form of oppression. So you'd realize that even in church, a girl or a female or a woman tries to move up the ladder, show that, yes, she's also competent. Members of the church do not question her competence, but rather just question her gender. Asking questions like, what business does a woman have leading a church? Or And then there are also derogatory comments about emotions and all those prejudices and things about women. With regards to all these, yes, I think... Stuff like this deters women from actually stepping up to take up leadership roles. And it's because, you know, women are raised to be quiet. Women are raised to be silent. And the Bible says that just like uh, women should obey their husbands, you know, doctrines of obedience, doctrines of submission. So in my life, I knew that it was because of submission and all the doctrines that essentially tell women to dumb down our life. They affected me in asserting my value. At least I was able to draw a straight line and say, okay, it's because of my upbringing as somebody who was Christian. And the theories, the doctrines you hear about, oh, submit. A woman who is quiet, a woman, things like that. In church, they'll preach, oh, ah, this boy, they started dating, all of a sudden, he was not doing well. Now she goes to his house, she cooks for him, she does this, she does that. So for me, it's the doctrines, the doctrines that have been preached. I won't say so much as say um, the rules or the laws made, you know, but for me, my life, like I can actually pinpoint and say concrete things. I'll say is the doctrines. So sexual purity, submission, what else? Modesty. 